what you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. What did you call us? You heard me right. Con men, thieves, degenerates, lowlifes, thugs, criminals. The North Pole, them are fighting words, partner. Put them up. What a luck, buddy. Not about to hit us, Santa Claus. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Grasshopper Podcast. I'm FN Grasshopper and as ever I'm joined by my talented co-host, Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. So hi Dan. Hi right, Tony, you okay? You doing? Yeah, I'm good thank you mate. I've got something to show you, which I ha- you know, haven't that? told you in preparation, but a new addition to the family. Uh, I don't know if you can see that, that's it. There you go. Oh, a tree. A bonsai tree. Bonsai it's an tree. early Christopher present from Morgan, so that's... <laughs> We've named him Diego Maradona, it's a... A tributary save. Is that what you call it? Not a river, it? just a, a save. This is the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad. You ready for Christmas? No. Uh, school school's no. broken up now, so it's um, it's it's now just a long run to Christmas, keeping the kids entertained. <laughs> About you, yeah. Yeah, I'm alright. I only had to buy one present. That was my aim. So. All right. What did you uh, buy yourself? Uh, Treating myself to something for the Xbox. Okay, so, Cyberpunk. No, no, no. I have got that, but I am, that's not what the present was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, listeners um, that have clicked on this podcast will have seen that this is titled 12 Saves of Christmas. Um, we're going to be going through um, 12 different saves around our community, but to do that, we need some help. So we've drafted in two very special guests, um, very special guests, um, the first one is the ex-YouTube sensation, Ted Redwood Gaming. Uh, he joins us once again. Uh, please say hello, Ted. All right, guys. How you doing? <laughs> Welcome Cheers back, Ted. Yeah, breaking the Ted Red rule for like the third time. It's, it's pretty good. I'm I, enjoying it. I don't it. know if it was third or fourth now. I've lost count, actually. I think I've been on five podcasts in total. Um, so, uh, obviously, just two No need to name podcasts. the other pods. No, they don't exist anymore, I don't think. So, um, but yeah, thanks for having me back. No, welcome back. Uh, and our other guest, um, with it being Christmas, and obviously Grass and Gear being all about giving back to the community, uh, we've teamed up with Make-A-Wish Foundation, and we've agreed to make one young man's dream come true this festive season. Um, so say hi, FM Samo. Hiya, how are you? <laughs> Happy Christmas, thanks for coming along. No problem, it's an honour. I'm so happy that this was uh, done for me by Make-A-Wish Foundation. Yeah, it's, it's been a long time coming. Dan's been planning it for months. but um, I actually, I put in the wish two years ago, so um, yeah. it's We, we to... got Diego last, last year, so uh, we had a better offer, basically. Yeah. But uh, yeah, welcome. Um, so today's plan is to go through 12 Saves of Christmas. Um, we're going to alternate. I'm going to try to build up the lyrics of 12 Days of Christmas, but rejigging it with the FM community in mind. Um, that's going to be cringe. It's probably the worst bit of content I've ever created. And that's probably not sitting. <laughs> that's not a high bar anyway. That's so, debatable. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll do that. Um, and then we've also got a bit of a Q&A and just first thoughts on FM21, considering it's been out for about a month now. Um, and then that's pretty much it. So we should really go into the drink opening. So obviously Dan and I have spoiled our drink openings on, on Twitter. Um, I'm going for a Mexican beer. It's Modelo. Um, that's just in tribute to the Mexican adventure I had last year in FM20. 
Doradas, Doradas, Doradas. Dan? I've gone for Devon Christmas Cider. I um, I found it in my dispenser this morning when I bought a pizza and I thought that idea. <laughs> Did you like your pizza? Yeah, it was nice actually, yeah. Oh, it's good. I ate all of it, Tony. <laughs> Not 50%. <laughs> um, Ted Redwood Gaming Limited. I've got uh, some crossbro- Crossbones Premium Dark Rum, which I'm mixing with some Aldi Cola. So, yeah, cracking out the good stuff for you. Yeah. Was that a choice to get Aldi Cola? Do you like that over normal cola? Genuinely rate it. It's only 39p. Giving Aldi a shout out on my blog that I'm releasing imminently as well. So I thought I'd get the plugs in now, try and get some sponsorship. Hashtag yep. spawn. Yeah, let's exactly. Hope, <laughs> Occasional FM. FM Samo. Yeah, I've got a bottle of Prosecco. <laughs> wow. It's the whole bottle. It, it's Christmas, isn't it? So. You, need to, you need to drink through that just to get through the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well. It's in, it's in tribute to the fallen uh, Mike According. So. <laughs> yeah, it literally was a kid every time it was a Prosecco bottle, wasn't it? So eventually <laughs> it, take, it takes its toll. <laughs> That's not happening here today, so. <laughs> Right, without further ado, let's spark up. I don't know if Prosecco makes a spark. Thank you, mate. Hold on. Oh. Hold that came through. Yeah, I heard it. I can hear some rum now. That's sweet. Beautiful. Thank you. <coughs> Cheers. It's going to get quite warm in my Christmas hat, actually. <laughs> uh, we should say actually we are dressed up as well but obviously the listeners can't see that because they're listening to a podcast see and this is the first time ever Grass and Gear have gone um, virtual so um, we can actually see the guests for once yeah it's not actually helping me really to <laughs> is it not <laughs> no. is it too hard to focus when you're looking at me Tony oh yeah I'm more interested about what's like, in people's rooms and stuff obviously Samos is very boring it looks like just his bedroom <laughs> Ted's is in the kitchen which looks quite nice <laughs> Uh, and you're in your living room, Dan, aren't you? I'm in the living room, yeah. Uh, and you're uh, in Argentina? A football stadium. I'm in Estudiantes' <laughs> stadium, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at it, look how awesome it is. Yeah, good weather, mate. Just, yeah. Right, um, I guess we should just crack on um, with 12 Saves of Christmas. So this is where it gets cringy now. I'm going to read the first lyric now. of the song. And then we're going to go on to whose save it is. So, are you doing the, the Destiny's thing, Child version, or are you doing the, the classic version, Tony? I'm just going to I'm going to read it out, and hopefully, if the beer kicks in, then I can sing it at the end, maybe. But I don't think I will, unless you want to. <laughs> we can do a duet. Could do, yeah. <laughs> so, on the first day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me a lesson in history, and the save in question is now and then FM. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Uh, a lesson history being that, in fact, it's a very historical blog. Yeah. I think he's he's managing in Greece. Uh, somebody's dog's barking. <laughs> it's fine. We won't edit that out. It's fine. I actually think I've muted myself, mate, so you've just given the game away there. Oh, sorry, Ted. <laughs> Um, yeah, now and then FM managing in Greece, he's managing Aris. Um, obviously, I think this one probably appeals to you, Tony, because it's a bit of ancient Greek myth- mythology um, <laughs> that is coming in. Um, he's two blog posts down. 
There were some lovely <laughs> aims in the first blog post, um, which I think will uh, appeal to Dan because he obviously set out some great aims uh, in his San Etienne save. Um, yep. Shout out to minimum free release causes. Um, one, of the, one of the aims is to develop the next Angelos Caristeus because um, he became uh, he was a youth player at Aris. He came through there, um, and now he's a director of football there too, which I thought was quite nice. Um, he's he a terrible... very good, does he? No, he's a terrible director of football, but he's going to keep him there, obviously. So, um, yeah, which I don't yeah. think will be the last time that gets said this evening. Uh, and there was another thing that I thought would appeal to you, Tony, too, is that there's a kind of Argentinian hookup as well because apparently Aris are very good pals with Boca Juniors Um, and he signed Ezekiel Zabalos on loan and I think that you just signed him too in your save Um, and the last thing I want to say is that his initial tactic is called the Macedonian Phalanx and it just sounds very ridiculous Um, it's a classic infantry tactic according to now and then FM Right, Which okay. I also thought you would like. Um, I, yeah. And yeah, he's not really started yet. He's just gone through preseason in his second post, so not not sure how he's done in terms of the Greek league. But yeah, that's now and then FM's save. And he's also Scottish, so obviously I need to talk about him. I'm contractually obliged to do that. Yeah, at least one Scottish shout out. I'm guessing it won't be the last Scottish shout out either today. No, it's definitely not going to be. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm not actually really good at Greek mythology. Morgan's. Oh, you're good. not. No, I actually watched Troy the first time and didn't actually know the ending. I didn't actually know. I knew about Achilles' heel, but I just didn't know it, that was an actual thing. So that shows me up, doesn't it? Um, I, mean, I mean, I was learning something when I was reading these first blog posts. So it's, yeah, they are. Not, they are really it's good. Not my, <laughs> it's not my area of expertise either, to be honest. No. Okay, so the thing I haven't told you guys, uh, we'll see, I'm quizzing you after each round because I didn't want to offer up the Friday follow for free. So I'll be asking you a question on each save. But to be fair... So, so why are you meant to be listening to Samuel then? No, 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 on the save that you've, you've thoroughly researched, Dan. Oh, right, um, so Samuel's got to answer his own question. That's right. Yeah, and to be fair, Samuel's already answered it really because he's oh, actually sweet. done his, his research. So my question to Samuel was, which Archer Time Club is now on the NFM looking to have a player from each year in his squad? Boca Juniors. Correct. Scores a point. So the, obviously the Friday follow is an offer. That will get me um, literal ones of followers, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Dan always makes a guarantee, but I don't know. If three followers normally. Three. three. Yeah. And that's normally Grass, myself, and the Grass and Gear account. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does anyone want to chip in and ask any questions about Greek mythology while we're here? It's not something you normally talk about on Grass and Gear, if I'm honest. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be able to answer them anyway if anybody does uh, ask anything. <laughs> okay. so. Well, the next one is for me to talk about then, but um, to continue the jingle onwards. Um, on the second day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me two Let's Plays and a lesson in history. So my one, two Let's Plays, it's probably one of my favourite YouTubers, Gamer James FM. Um... He's doing a Let's Play South American series. Uh, so it's obviously grabbed my attention straight away. Uh, but what I liked about it is he's not, he doesn't try to do skits or try to be funny. He's just kind of like an old man playing the game, enjoying it. <laughs> um, which, 
Do you know, he's, recommend... an, do you know he's an old man now? He's older than me, I think, just by oh, looking okay. at him. So <laughs> you got very young skin, Tony. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I think it's it just doesn't. Like, it just you, you, you might not like it, but he kind of just talks through his game, kind of thing, and he seems genuinely excited about this South American save. Um, so what he did, what I quite liked, he's only done. I think I think he's done three videos now. I think the fourth actually might have just been released as we're recording. But he kind of opened up on the job window search, which I thought was quite unique. And he kind of um, just went through the motions of trying to find a club as his first episode. I know it's probably been done before, many people. But, you know, it, w- it was kind of captivating the fact that he was just looking at South American leagues and trying to work it out and getting really confused with the league system and stuff. And I kind of sympathised with that. Um, but he eventually chose, obviously, the club that was my rivals last year, Nacional, um, who were the big rivals with Pinarol in Uruguay. Um, and he chose that over Mexican and Argentine clubs. So he's actually chosen a league that's a, a bit different, which is good. Um, yeah, and it's just, I think the, th- the second episode or the first episode, he was getting really confused with league systems. And also then he went on to lose the Super Cup against Pinarol. So I kind of enjoyed that. So, <laughs> and he's, uh, he's faffing around with contracts. Obviously, there's loads of problems with South American database. Like all, his whole league basically is up for contract as soon as he started the game. So he's now got that headache. So I think it's really wor- worth following that even, even the first few episodes to see how he does until he gets sacked, maybe. Do you think he will get sacked? I think, well, he's not started well, is it? Losing to the main rivals, Pinarol, in the Super Cup. Um, he lost 2-1. Um, I think his next episode is the league campaign starting. Uh, he hasn't realised he's got a cup competition yet because it doesn't come up until the league kind of loads it up mid-season. So he thinks he hasn't got a cup. <coughs> so he's going to be in surprise there when all the games start kicking in. <laughs> Sounds like someone hasn't read your South African, <laughs> South African, South American leagues guide. Can, can you believe that someone hasn't read that? <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think go, go check it out, Game of James of him. Um, I think there is another Game of James. If you just search Game of James, you won't find <laughs> FM. It's probably someone bigger and better. Um, but if you do put the FM in, you do get on the save I'm talking about. Why don't bloggers call them Let's Plays? Is it because we're all Let's Play? I don't know. Why is that thing? Le- Let's Play is more play. of a, a thing ask, for visual Let's ask Ted Redwood Gaming. Yeah, on on YouTube it's a lot more of a it's a lot more of a searchable thing. If you ever want to find a game, you put let's play. I don't know, like Final Fantasy VII or whatever. It's just a standard search term. But for an FMer, it's a bit weird because it's quite niche. Um, Like if you search for non-league to legends, you'll only find one single person who's ever done that. So um, yeah, I'd be a bit more descriptive in future, perhaps. It sounds a bit inviting, isn't it? Let's play. Like obviously, you've got your own save universe. It's just your own. Like, no one can come and play with you, really. Like, I'm going to play. <laughs> yeah, playing. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's a good question, Samo. So it's Thanks. Pretty I worth... thought we should ask you a question too, soon as you're asking. Yeah, well, it's like... yeah obviously, I'm not up for Friday Follow. I don't need it. It's fine. So I, I'm, I'm not part of the game. I've got a question for you, Tony. Okay. Um, what's it like seeing somebody not pick the easiest team in Uruguay? Again, if you had read the South American Guide, National is chosen as the easiest one on that league guide so oh, come on. <laughs> he has chosen this year the easiest team and to be fair Penro are pretty shit this year uh, in the game so he actually should walk the league um, the only thing with Gamer James his best young player 
and Samo probably knows about this because it was it was in the Latte Quarterly blog I wrote about. But the Man City own that um, Montevideo talk side, and they've kind of poached National, well, the league's best youngster for like four million pound, uh, which is a bit unusual between between Uruguay and, Uruguay and clubs. But it's because basically he's just going to be into the Man City system, City group, and he'll probably end up in like either the States or Melbourne, or even maybe City. So, yeah, he's had that contempt. He didn't. He didn't. I quite. I don't think Gamer James knew why that transfer happened because it does look odd when you load up the game. Like, why is that player going to the like a mid-table? Well, they've only got promoted like two years ago. Um, so he's gone from National to like a club battling relegation. Doesn't make sense. I don't know if I answered your question, Dan. But yeah. Well done, thanks, Tony. You're welcome, Dan. Thank you. Um, right on to the third one. Then we're whizzing through this, aren't we? <laughs> Listeners will be happy. It's going to be over soon. Um, right. On the third day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me three French puns, two Let's Plays, and a lesson in history. So three French puns being Mad FM. And I chose puns because yeah. he makes a lot of jokes in his blogs and his titles. Yeah, I definitely noticed. Uh, so his uh, series is called Don't Look Back in Ange, uh, or Angers. Uh, apparently, uh, so I thank you for teaching me that. So I quite like Mad FM. <laughs> Let's get the laughs out. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I quite like it. I quite like his post. They're actually um, exceedingly long, which I hadn't realised before. Uh, I should probably leave the sort of analysis till the end. So he's in France. He's with Ange or Angers, um, and he is focusing on signing uh, French players only, trying to release all his non-homegrown players before the start of the second season. Um, he did something similar in terms of youth of them as well with, uh, this is going to be an absolute butchering of this name, Greuter Firth in FM20 where he tried to bring through Irish players. In this one, he's, he, yes, exactly. Yeah, more puns. Um, <laughs> pretty relevant today as well with The Mandalorian, which you haven't watched yet, but anyway. No spoilers, um, please. Thank you. No, no, I won't. So he's trying to bring through African players through his youth intakes, uh, or at least allowing them through, which is quite an interesting idea. Um, again, it started quite slow, uh, which I think Samo said about uh, now and then. Um, it was now and then, right? I'm, I'm not going mad. No, it was, yeah. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> um, it took a few blogs to sort of finish one season, which I kind of like, and the blogs are pretty wordy, but they're broken up with... Um, some decent sort of analysis on his players, not necessarily using analysis tools as much, um, but sort of analysing by eye what he wants in a squad, what sort of attributes he looks for in players, who could be available to bring in. Obviously, in a homegrown save, it's pretty important to have that sort of pathway. Um, broken up with some GIFs as well. Saw a few Thor Ragnarok-type GIFs in there, so I'm always a fan of that. Um, yeah, generally, it's pretty well written, so... Um, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. He came, what, like seventh in the first season um, with Ange and looking to build from there. He's got uh, Wonderkid back from loan from Wolves. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's probably a lot more interesting than most of the blogs I read in terms of wordiness because a lot of the wordy blogs tend to be overanalyzing something. Like... Like, don't look at me like that. <laughs> Why are you I'm trying to point Dan, somewhere. Dan's, Dan's pointing down. <laughs> no, in terms of like blogs that maybe I don't know how many words are, but it's maybe up to three or four thousand sometimes. I, I guess 
Um, but seeing as a lot of it isn't going massively in depth, but it's just providing more information, I quite enjoy that rather than something that maybe delves too deeply into an analysis tool, which at the moment is kind of broken. So it's almost like, what's the point? I'd rather read something that actually he's analyzing things a lot more by eye that makes sense to him and his save specifically. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's mad FM, mate. Do you think the, I know he's got that, that target of removing everyone from the squad over and just keeping the youth by the yeah. second season. Do you think that to me, that is just a bit overkill. Like it's a bit absurd, really. I think I would, it's a I bit, know, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't want a to force mad it. FM, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, it's mad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, obviously it, to plug, plug my own stuff for a second, I was trying to do some kind of youth development thing in, in Peru, but it's kind of impossible to do it so quickly. Um, I think yeah. he's managed it from what I can see, but you definitely have to take that step down in quality. And obviously in the second season, whether or not you can carry on being successful with players that maybe not even be good enough for the division, let alone your team. Um, so we'll see how it plays out in, in the next blog, which I'm sure we'll, we'll plug when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm guessing you're, you're dying for your question, aren't you, to get the point? Oh, God, here we go. Uh, right, okay. <clears throat> right. I had to do some research today, actually, on work time for this. So, yeah, it might not be good. Um, Mad's blogs this year feature Oasis song album titles. Like, I think every one, I think, is a is a track. Well, hopefully, Ted, you're a big fan of Oasis. Oh, it might no. be a bit before your time, though. Um, so his first title, what was it? And I've got a clue for you given that you might be a bit too young for Oasis, but <laughs> this title was originally intended to be a B-side album and it was primarily meant to be released in the US and Japan. I remember my brother raving about this, my oldest brother, this album. Um, it was released in 1998 in the end, I think, in his country. Uh, what is it called? I, you probably must have read this today, pretending that you I, read, I read, read the intro one actually weeks ago. Uh, I read a few of them today, but not that one. I want to say it's something about welcoming home, but I, I can't remember. I honestly don't know. I, I don't like Oasis, I'm sorry. And I don't remember blog titles that closely. That's fine, Ted, don't worry. Was, oh, I feel bad. Um, Samo or Dan, do you know? I can't imagine you're a big Oasis fan, either, if I'm honest. Don't mind them. Did you want to... Oh, really? I know some of their songs. I think I know two, one of their songs. Right, okay. Shots. What was the question again? <laughs> oh, God, bloody hell. So, uh, Mad's first blog title was an Oasis album that was primarily composed of about B-sides that were, didn't make any other album, basically, in the late 90s. Oh, I know I know he had one of his posts where Don't Look Back in Anger, but that's not what you're looking for, is it? Isn't that the series title? Yeah. Oh, is that the whole thing, is it? That's not the individual post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so it was the first blog that he released, like the intro post. Correct. I would think I remember it. Okay. Well, I'm happy just not to give a point out. Uh, well, it's actually master plan. Oh. I, I was close. Gonna, I wasn't yeah. going to say that. Yeah, you're very close, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it looks like Tony's done more research about the same thing we have. <laughs> <laughs> That's surprising, isn't it, Dan? Bloody hell. It's not surprising. I even got the podcast planner out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't actually rip into that. But obviously, for those listeners that do actually remember listening to the Christmas edition with Diego Mendoza last year, obviously we opened up presents on air, didn't we? And, and you had this podcast planner from me, which was meant 
for you to write down all the subjects and all the guests you're going to oh, get yeah. on over 2020. And we've we've literally just like jammed our way through about eight eight podcasts for the whole year. Why why change um a bit of a lifetime? <laughs> anyway, right, we're on to verse four. So on the fourth day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me Black Crow Expansion, three French puns, two Let's Plays, and a lesson in history. So Black Crow Expansion, what, what does it mean, Dan? That is um, Chris Johnson's safe. Um, I think he is at Random Filming on um, Twitter. I think he's got a Black Crow one as well, but we'll tweet it out. But basically, on FM20, he started off, um, he wanted to do a Red Bull type brand say which went over multiple versions of FM rather than just in the same um edition he wanted to do it over multiple ones. So um then he started in the Sipterian of Argentina um and he renamed them Black Crow. He chose Black Crows because that was their um nicknames and their logo so that's what he took on is his Red Bull thing. So um I, I think he played ten seasons with them and he got to the top of the Argentina leagues. I don't think he won the title, though. I think he finished about fourth, was the highest. So um, when he started FM21, he used the editor to recreate that team with every single player, all the league finishes and everything, in Argentina, which is mad enough. But then, using the finances he had, he bought, Red Bull style, Man City style, a small club on an island in, I'm going to butcher this, Madeira... Portugal. I think it's just Madeira. That right, that close enough. Um, which is the first ever club of um, Cristiano Ronaldo. And it was it in the, he put him in the lowest playable league, which was tier three. Now, this is what gets quite funny. In his first season, he got relegated. So, out, out of the game. Of the play of, <laughs> out of the game. <laughs> I suppose it's the idea yeah, of any, any lower league side, isn't it? When you Ra- rather than quit and start a new save like most people would have done well, the right thing to <laughs> he, do <laughs> he then used the editor to start a new game and add the Portuguese fourth division and then added it all again so and started he again he did restart then didn't he he did he restart, did restart. It, but he still made he wrote down all the transfers and stuff he'd done and basically reacquainted the team that he got relegated with in the fourth division rather than the third division where he started <laughs> So he started again, and now in uh, I think he's in the fourth season already. So he's flying through this, and he's got two promotions, two promotions, and they're in the second division. And um, he started loaning a couple of players between the two clubs as well. So I think he's using the editor to be the chairman of the Argentinian team still. Right. So if they're not if they're not performing, he sacks the manager and appoints a new manager and stuff like that. But it's quite interesting. Like, I mean, I know like people like Samo have done um, Red Bull and a few others have done it, and it's, it's quite, that was just one edition. It's quite interesting how he tried to carry it over from FM20 to FM21. So, um, yeah. Do you think he'd benefit if like FM in the future would, would be able to carry over as opposed to having to stop? I think that, well, I think a minority of people would. It's sort of, People like Chris certainly would, mm. where you can just continue your save in the next one. Um, like maybe you just have access to an editor, so you can do things like Chris has done, where you just edit a few things. Where do you think that would start, Dan? Like, obviously, you did like ten seasons on FM Twenty in Argentina. I think it's like 
10 seasons into the future yeah, FM21 yeah, yeah. do, do you start FM21 in um, 2030 Mm. Um, or do you do you go back to the start? I mean, that's the only thing. Is like he said, he um, he recreated the team in Argentina Super League, where um, with all the players. But surely all those players, after ten seasons, were in their thirties. Mm. So when he's adding them, they're in they're only in their twenties. So I don't know, but you know, it is, it sounds like quite an interesting save. You know, like a way to do things, it's something different. Mm. I think I remember spotting, I think it may have been on a Slack channel, that the Argentinian team, which I think is Ushuaia, they yeah. finished higher than he ever did when he was managing them. In <laughs> 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 one of his seasons that he's had so far in Portugal. So. That, that's a sort of Tony thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, obviously, CJ probably needs a little pick me up, really. Obviously, got relegated out of the game, and then obviously, seeing the AI do better than him in Argentina. It, <laughs> I would, I would, I would question really, at that point yeah. to do a different save or just would you still carry on doing this uh, fair, fair play to yeah. him though he wanted to carry on with it yeah but you're enjoying it you're enjoying it yeah yeah I mean I think um, I want to say he's done three posts but it'd be uh, I, I, I was, he's not the biggest um, name on Twitter and stuff like that so it'd be good for him to get a bit few more people head that way and read it and obviously you could probably read last year's one to catch up as well you, yeah, so that'd be good. Um, so Dan, your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, CJ has recently had a logo rebrand. Um, who made the logo? I think it was Samo. Samo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, correct, Dan. Well done. Um, I wanted to just talk about logo production quickly. Did you? Um, I did. I did. And obviously, I know Samo. You were proud of this one. I do like this one. Yeah, I like the colours um, and. I like the big crow that's in the middle of it because it's black crow. Yeah, it's very... I know you don't probably watch Game of Thrones, but it's very Game of Thrones-like. Um, I just wondered if what was that? What was your inspiration? Or did, I suppose he wanted the crow in the first place, but see... Yeah, I think the crow was like... needed to be the be- the biggest part of it. Um, and then because it's a kind of Red Bull safe football group save, the yeah. colours stay the same for each different team, so... Like he, yeah. I did one for Ushuaia that he managed in FN20 and they're in the, his FN21 game now and then did one for Madeira obviously too and then I think he asked me to do a third one which I don't know if this is a spoiler Ooh, that there, could be a spoiler like, I don't think it's for him as well which could be an also spoiler because oh. also he writes on like Mike yeah. on, on Brazzers you want to find out what it was, it was on. Give it a do you think at some point Samo that you're going to be inundated with creating just these crow logos for loads of the whole community <laughs> <laughs> yeah, full time job creating crow logos for uh, for saves. No, but I, I guess that is um, like not trying to sound like a piss taker, but that is right up your street, like the the whole branding of a, of a super club kind of thing. Yeah, like what, what I, mean, I really liked it. I think <clears throat> I don't really know. I think the colours were already set too, but it was just a case of kind of modernising it a bit and making it like corporate, so you could just yeah. easily interchange it in the same way. Start design pack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, is, it wouldn't be a full-time job to do more because I literally just changed the name at the bottom of the logo now because I'm going to set up. So it's a hundred grand a year. Can you do a Sainetian one or the Junior Club, maybe? Um, right. Okay. So, well done, Dan. You scored a point there. Mm-hmm. Did you want a little roundup on the scores? We'll see. No. Samo one, Dan one, Ted zero. Okay. 
Right, we're on to the uh, fifth uh, verse, which again will be down, but here it is. On the fifth day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me Chris Eady's Ring, Black Crow's Expansion, three French puns, two Let's Plays, and a lesson in history. Uh, I just went for Chris Eady's Ring because it's five golden rings and thought, let's, let's be crude. <laughs> let's be crude nerds. <laughs> Dan, right, so tell us, tell us about Chris Eady's ring. <laughs> is, um, the fifth save is um, FM Easter, and he is doing a save in Belgium with Royal Antwerp. So um, I, I'm reading through his introduction blog in that, and he said that um, the reason for choosing it is he always likes to have a save location based on something what happens in real life. So was it last year he did Chernobyl? Correct. Yeah, so and like stuff like so he like created a team from Chernobyl and all that, and that was quite good. So, um, so he said that, that was quite good. <laughs> well, just, it was right. good. I mean, <laughs> 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 it was good. It was good. No, but um, so I think this year he said because of when he was thinking about the save, all the Black Lives Matter protests were going on. So then he was interested in the reaction to the statues, um, like the one in Bristol that they pulled down. Um, but he couldn't do a save in Bristol because he would be too close to me and that would be too high for him. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he read about King Leopold's statue being taken down in Antwerp and it reminded him of the football team that Man United Nusselsenian plays to, being a Man United fan himself. Um, and then he started to do, think about a save in Antwerp and doing a twist on recruitment. So... Because I knew Samo was on, we um, he said he took inspiration from Samo's old save with Tenerife. Um, Back in the day. And he only decided to sign players from the EU that had been released for having not made the grade. A bit like Glenn Holland's Academy a few years ago in Spain. Yeah, what happened to so, that? That was in the game, wasn't it? It was a big thing about that being in FM. Mm, Is that in FM yeah, anymore? I, I, think it's, I think it's still a club, but I don't think he's... In, as involved anymore mm. I don't know I just, um, I just ditched it when I stopped paying attention to it in my saves I did <laughs> like FM 15 I was like don't care about that anymore <laughs> so um, what he does he goes around signing in players between 19 and 23 who have been released and stuff and then giving them game time trying to redevelop them after they've been released for being not good enough and sell them on for loads of money mm. hopefully um, just a question on that, Dan. He, does, he, does he have to wait till they get become free agents, or, or can he sign them? Yeah. Oh, he has to. They so have to be unattached. Yeah. Okay. So um, he um, said that what he's going to try and do is have them for only two years and then sell them on. So he, he wants a continuous conveyor belt of release players coming in, two years, what, whatever money he can get for them, he sells them on for. And then get some some new players in. So that's quite interesting. You know, you're getting a constant turnover and you're trying to improve players and make a bit of money. And obviously you still got to try and keep the team competitive. Yeah. I think there's a danger if they didn't have to keep them for two years. I think it could become a bit too easy. I, I don't know. I always get the feeling AI releases some good players sometimes. But then if you're waiting for them to only become attached and not be snapped up, yeah. then you are literally getting yeah. the bottom of the barrel, yeah, really. The scraps, yeah. yeah. And also in Belgium, he's not going to be... a that attractive to the top release players, is he? No. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, it was another one that was quite interesting, like a, a twist on play, just playing FM and just getting a save and doing it. 
that he's actually found a bit of a history and a bit of something to build a team around. Yeah. No, it's, I like the interesting take on it. Obviously, when Chris Eady writes, he kind of adds bits of like current affairs or historically mm. good stuff as well. Um, and I quite like the angle this year. I wonder if you're filling up with um, United Wonder Kids as well. I don't know. I suppose they were on loans, weren't they? Were they loans when United? Yeah, loans. Oh, okay. yeah. This was when like um, affiliates started humbling years ago when Ferguson was still there. And like, um, what was his name? Richie Dillett? Yeah. Was going on loan now. Ronnie Warwick. Yeah. I've got <laughs> wow. a feeling um, John O'Shea went on loan yeah, now and Tony Evans. Yeah. 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 So like, some big names went. I wonder, so he's, he's pretty going to look at the UK like free market as well, those clubs. Yeah. Okay, it's interesting, Dan. Um, so your question, similar to now and then FM, obviously Chris Eady is looking to sign at least one player um, from which African nation? Heavily mentioned in his uh, opening blog post. Yeah, I remember it was something to do with the, connect, the Belgians used to rule that country or something. Fuck. Uh, post-colonialism here coming out. Thank you. Let's go for Ghana. Ghana. Uh, no, it's actually the Congo. Oh, there you go, then. Yeah. <coughs> you didn't open it up to the other people, by the way. I kind of hedged my bets. I didn't think. I, I was going to say Democratic Republic of Congo. I remembered it was something Congo. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that wrong? Does that make me... Oh, Why are you laughing? I don't, I don't know <laughs> the Belgian same country. Did, no, no. two different countries, but no, did no, they no. have <laughs> both... I think the democratic of Congo is definitely more linked to Belgium. I think just because. I believe of the... so, yeah. Because isn't um this what very. The don't know. Trying 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 to get my words out here. Romelu Lukaku isn't he of Democratic Republic of Cong- Congolese descent? I believe there's yes. a few yeah, few links there. Yeah. So the the bigger country is the Democratic Republic, whereas on. To the west, there's the Republic, which is smaller. Whether or not Belgium owned all of that, I don't know. Maybe Belgium just owned the bigger one, the Democratic. Um, so you would have been right, Ted, but sorry, I didn't open it up. Uh, that's all right. I just thought you wouldn't know, but that's an oversight on my Thanks. part. Uh, I'm not, I can't give you a point for that, though, Ted. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I'll finish last. It's not a problem. Um, right, Dan's final one. Obviously, we've got Dan's three in a row just until the beer kicks in and it becomes a bit incoherent after this. So this is, this is where Dan checks out after this, okay? Um, so on the 6th day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me, special one is streaming, Chris Eady's ring, Black Coat, Crow expansion, three French puns, two Let's Plays, and a lesson in history. Special one. Tell us, Dan. So this is um, small-time YouTuber, FM track. Um, is that, is that, so the, is that the full name? Is there any other name just so people can pinpoint? We don't want like, the Gamer James situation where people have no, to No, I think he's right just FM Trek now. Okay. Mm. I think he, because the other day he posted this tactic and I said, why haven't you got any Chucky T-shirts in it? Because he didn't ask your name and he sort of took offence to it a little bit and made a joke of it. But anyway, it <laughs> <laughs> was, was okay. He was just joking back. He was like, so then he posted the tactic with two of them in. Right. Okay. <laughs> So, um, basically, his save is based on the journey of Mourinho, a.k.a. the special one. So, he started in his hometown club, Vittoria Sepul, 
Tu vois, I don't know. I can't pronounce that. Say There you go. Thank you so much. Um, it was also the club he started as the coach. Um, they have just recently been demoted two divisions to the third tier. All right, along with CJ. If, is well, his um, his plan was to build his reputation up of Mourinho. Oh, sorry, of his manager, which is called Trachinio. Right, I see what he did there. Yeah, it's uh, Mourinho Trachinio. So you know, we got the and his little um manager man looks a bit like Mourinho, but with Chuck's hair. So it's, it's all going on. <laughs> um, so, so he wants to build his reputation up and then get one of the three big jobs in Portugal. Porto, Sporting, Benfica. And then, finally, after that, try and move on and win the trophies in Italy, Spain and England, like Mourinho did, but only at elite clubs. And then, eventually, if he played on that far, he wanted to try and overtake Mourinho in the Hall of Fame. But when he um, took it over, um, the lead structure made it a bit... This is what caught my attention, which is quite interesting. So they changed the lead structure. So for this season... If he had won the league, he I think he would have gone into the second division straight away. But because he came, went into the playoffs, it was no when he there are so many divisions and he won the his division, then he went into a playoff. If he had won the playoffs, he would have gone straight into the second division. But because of the restructure, um I would say spoiler, but he's on season two, so you you know. He didn't, and so he ended up staying in the third tier. So he's now he's got to try and get promotion, but there's only one spot going up, I think. Right. So it's a little bit harder. When he there were in season one, there was possibly like three spots or something. Now he's only got one. So um, yeah, is, is that, is that COVID related? Is it? Because I noticed. Oh, I think it was just there a, was um, um, I w- I w- restructure. Yeah, I watched it. I watched his intro video, and there was some kind of restructuring, and it could have ended up that basically if you didn't go up in the automatic spot, then you could genuinely have ended up in like the fourth tier rather than the third tier yeah. and yeah, that's right. what the yeah that was quite an interesting yeah. point I think I know, that's, yeah. I know that's what Steven... happened to CJ as well almost because he was in he went, yeah. he went, Redigate, he the, went down he, he? he went down yeah yeah he finished bottom whereas Trek won his division but didn't win the playoffs right. so he and so instead of going down to the fourth tier he did enough to get into the third tier I think result Christ Wait, it sounds complicated we, yeah I'm lucky that uh, uh, Ted and I are lucky we're in South America when I fuck. Dodgy yeah, there. But he is, he is, <laughs> even though he got in the playoffs, he's now, he didn't, he didn't get in second division, so he's in the third tier still. So he basically got replayed the third tier again with less chance to get up now. Right, okay. So I noticed that some of the rules keep getting clarified in those patches that SI keep re- releasing. There's always like a clarification saying Portuguese rules been updated and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Mm, okay. Yeah, I I I've watched, I didn't really watch a lot of YouTube. I find it hard to keep my attention with it for long. Um, but to be fair to him, I've watched more of his episodes, and they've been quite good. To be fair, it was quite interesting to see. It's him, another quite he, good. It, it, well, in the playoffs, he won the first three games, so he was like top after three games of the playoff group going up easy, and then he fucked it up, and he had to win his last game. And I think he lost like four 0 or something. Right. So we, um, it was quite good to see him getting angry. I like a bunch of people get angry. <laughs> <laughs> Schadenfreund, or whatever it's called. Okay, uh, so, so Dan, your question then. Um, how many times does FM Trek say Jose in episode one of the special one series? 
Um, 26. <laughs> it's not bad, actually. Uh, it's, it's wrong. It's 21, but that's not a bad attempt. Oh, um, I'm, I'd be quite inclined to give you the point for that, but it's not 21, so I'm okay. Did you watch the video for justifying that out, then? No, I used... Um, in this case, I used Ted's little trick of getting the script. Oh, with the subtitles. Yeah. Uh, so he might he might have said it like more than twenty one or less than twenty one. Oh, I watched it and counted it. It was twenty six. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not <laughs> I'm not verifying it. Um, but yeah, obviously he does ramble on because I think the video was something like 15, 60 minutes, and I put it all into a word document, and it's just sort of like you knew it was big because it took a bit of time to process it into a word document. Just just text reams of just yose 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 yose. <laughs> <laughs> Did 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 it come out like a blog then when you were reading it? Well, yeah, I should have uploaded it on my site, shouldn't I? First guess, yeah. Imagine if it had fucking hit. Well, you got the highest hits ever. God, three, don't. three million. DM Samo, like, can you give that a crazy plug, please, mate? <laughs> right. Um, verse seven. I think we're back to Ted now. I think. I think yeah, we are. Okay, so on the seventh day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me, Lost Gauchos are swimming, Special One are streaming, Chris Eady's ring, Black Crow expansion, three French puns, two Let's Plays, and a lesson in history. So yeah, Lost Gauchos are swimming. Tell us about that, Ted. Uh, yeah, if you would have given me that with no context, I'd have no idea. But fortunately, <laughs> fortunately, I have a Word document prepared. Um, so <laughs> FM Vars, or Vars FM, I believe it's FM Vars, is with Progresso in Uruguay. Uh, I've got no idea if they're actually one of the bigger dogs or not. I presume not. Um, this sort of appealed when I read it because of my whole uh, dare cult thing I did last year um, to do with like uh, a socialist sort of club and progresso are a socialist club um so i found it really interesting to read a bit about the history surrounding the club um to be honest there's not actually much blogging being done so far i believe it's only had its second part come out uh, a few days ago where it sort of detailed the start of the season and some of the continental uh, initial failings in the libertadores qualifying um but yeah it's it speaks to me on a on a political level, I won't turn this into a political pod, but it's something I, I, I'm I interested in. So I think he's trying to keep the club playing in a sort of socialist way with players coming in that have, you know, sort of like high teamwork and work rate, that kind of stuff. I don't know. Um, sort of buzzwords for socialist stuff within football. Um, but it looks interesting. So I thought I'd uh, give, give him a little shout out. I enjoyed what I've read so far as much as there's not much of it and hope there's more soon. Yeah, well, on the subject of the political side of it, your question was around that, obviously. Um, so your question was, what political philosophical movement does Progresso associate itself with? It was oh. in his opening place. Is there a specific one that isn't just socialism? <laughs> no, it was a bit more to the left, I guess. Uh, Marxism? Yeah, a bit like, maybe. A bit less to the left. <laughs> <laughs> he mentions I, it he mentions it a few times in his opening I think you're making me sound like such a wanker now I cannot remember <laughs> a specific a specific well name well for done it well so we don't Ted oh, I did yeah. read it it was ages ago his initial one I was, I was looking forward to the new one man you know <laughs> um, okay I'll put you out your misery it's anarchism mm. bit of anarchy there you go I don't know how that translates into FM 
Me and Dana just said, like, what? Ted seems angry. I, I feel like I'm annoying Ted right now. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel bad. I've got, no points. I've got no points. You no points so far. It's like I don't even read the blogs. Um, so I've got a Word document as well. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so that political side, Ted, that obviously Ducat was was great read last year. Um, did that kind of keep your interest in the fact that you had that kind of socialist club that you were managing and more, I don't know, faux responsibility to keep going and, and doing things by recruit. I know you, you were looking at like the, the, the German nations, basically what, what nations Germany kind of recruit in terms of refugees and stuff. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, I probably would have sacked it in because I got promoted after a few seasons and I kind of hit a big plateau for about three seasons and it was bloody awful. Um, I would have sacked it in to be honest, but I had, a bit of an overarching mission that I was interested in, so that made it more interesting by default. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe like you might do with the sort of narrative surrounding your blogs as well. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, I think you're bang on there. Like, it kind of just keeps your interest, even if the save kind of, in terms of the actual gameplay, is kind of a bit, bit dried up kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so no more chat about Progresso. Just so is he in good. season one still? <laughs> it was good. From what I've read, it was good. I, I, I definitely enjoyed the intro. It was a long time ago. Um, in terms of Progresso, no, I've, I've, got, I've got nothing else. He's, he's only really no Progresso. Though, though. <laughs> he's, he's played what like fifteen, twenty games. This is going pretty well for him. Um, he yeah. writes quite nicely. Um, yeah. There is some stuff. I guess it's not fictional FM, so to speak. But um, he sort of has some real life flourishes. So a lot of it's in the third person until he gets like the editor's note, okay. um, yeah. which is, again, the sort of thing you would do. Um, but it doesn't focus too much <laughs> on that, which isn't something you would do. No shootouts or anything yet. No, not yet. <laughs> Edison Cavani <laughs> hasn't died yet. Uh, <laughs> there's a chance it's going to happen. But uh, yeah, okay. so far it's pretty FM focused rather than his sort of third person speaking focused. Okay. Well, we'll see how that progresses. Progresso. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Smooth. Um, right. <laughs> on to the next one then. Um, I think we're now to Samo. So on the 8th day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me, Samo are clickbaiting. Is that right? Have I done that one? Yeah. <laughs> That's actually me. What? Sorry. It's me. Sorry, it's me. Samo are clickbaiting. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going about Samo. Um, Los Gauchos are swimming. Special one is streaming. Chris Edie's ring. Black Crow expansion. Three French pens. Two Let's Plays. And a lesson in history. So I'm talking about FM Samo's Norway save, I think. Who's that? <laughs> well, right. So I'm going to be nice here. I'm going to just say a few words about Samo's save because it kind of it, it interests, interests me, but also baffles me at certain points as well. So we're going to tackle these piecemeal. So the first one is it's a club and country, but it's not club and country. So we need to explain that, Samo. We need okay. to talk about you're managing to... Uh, managers at the same time concurrently yeah now this is crazy because see i do weird things as well with like bastardo last year and ajada but they never existed at the same time so this is two different managers at the same time what was your reasoning for that and why like how are you finding it between jumping between different manager profiles it's fine because i did that when i did the red bull saves as well so like i started at leipzig and then a couple of seasons in like took over at Salzburg and then a couple of seasons later did the killed, killed West Ham and created Red Bull London um, and they were three different manager profiles as well so like it was fine it's 
pretty easy to go in between. I just wanted to keep them separate, yeah. but 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 similar as well. So like, obviously, I'm managing both, but trying to manage them separately, if that makes sense. So like, what, normally when would you get sucked there, Sammy? Oh, I'll just add myself back in as Norway manager. <laughs> you can, yeah, you kind of get more security because you get sacked and you could just then go from the other profile. You just switch. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I get sacked as Norway manager, I can apply for a Norway manager from my Valeringa manager. Yeah. And you'd have that league title in the bag, so yeah, you'd be more yeah. likely to get it. I, I like your thinking. <laughs> Probably I'm going to get sacked as Norway manager. It's not going to be. But um, yeah, I just wanted to keep them like relatively separate rather than like yeah. the same. Because obviously people do come country and they're managing with the same. Like Basically, it's the same anyway, because if it's come country, it's like you've got a flag. And then yeah. the team logo at the top, whereas it's only like moved along a bit, and it's like two different manager profiles. Yeah, I suppose the only conflict of interest could be, or the the confusion you could get, I guess, is the player search. But then I suppose you use a national pool screen, don't you, for yeah. your, na- your international management anyway. Yeah. Um, so the more I think about it, the more it does make sense. But I was initially baffled when, obviously, I found out a few days after on Slack that you were two different managers, and I was like, "What? Did, how did I miss that?" But I think that was released there, and I was very busy. Basically. Yeah, I didn't really like mention it that much. I didn't think it'd be a big deal, but obviously now that you've picked it up, it's obviously a big deal. So, <laughs> um, another thing, obviously, you've done some ty- you've done some blogs recently on players that I guess I would say ninety nine percent of people know about. So you've done a, a post on Harland. So <laughs> tell us about Harland. We've done one on Benjamin Pavard yet. Who? <laughs> <laughs> So you're, you're basically following the careers, aren't you, of a few, basically the spine of the national team? Yeah. Um, so that's just for hits. Um, okay. So people obviously search for Erling Haaland on FM21. And yeah. I think I'm currently third if you do search for that. So it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's not too bad. Um, behind FM Scout and FM Base or whoever it is. Yeah. Um, so it's not too bad. But yeah, like... In relative seriousness, I did want to try and like track those players and how they perform at their clubs. Because Haaland's probably going to move from Dortmund to PSG or Man United, Man, Man City. City. So mm. he'll move and he'll probably score a barrel load in the Premier League. Like Christopher Ayer's probably going to move from Celtic because he's far too good for them on the game. He's gone to PSG on my side in the past. Yeah, it? there you go. So. Uh, and like Sander Berg as well, like he, he he's probably going to be too good for Sheffield United. So they're probably going to move. They're probably going to get even better than they are already. And I just wanted to track them a little bit. So uh, I've not actually updated those posts yet for the end of season one, but I do need to. Yeah, that's fine. Um, and obviously another last last thing here is just about the occasional FM kind of thing. Obviously, the whole profile <laughs> was occasional FM. And you've now become a blogger that does kind of double upload days. It's like a complete U-turn. I I'm not grilling you here, so I'm just, I'm just saying it's like... I feel like I'm getting grilled. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously, yeah, the, you kind of put a lot of output. It's been really good this, season, this year in FM21. And you're enjoying it, blogging? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's completely fine. Um, and I just, I noticed as well graphically that you stepped up a notch as well with the with the Norwegian players and smoke coming out of the graphics. Did you like the smoke? I did, yeah. 
Um, but a serious question about you, Save, was about the league system. Yeah. It's different to what you've done probably the last few years in terms of you've got a different calendar now, haven't you? Yeah. I'm not really getting used to it. Like I keep saying in the summer, but I signed players in January and that was pre-season. So it's kind of, it's weird to get used to some of the terminology, but I've not, like first season was kind of quick because because of coronavirus, like there was no Norwegian Cup. So it's just 30 games, um, you're just playing in the league. But because I accidentally won the league, as well now I've now like halfway through season two I'll have Champions League qualifiers to contend with but luckily I've already got humped out of the Norwegian Cup in season two already so mm-hmm. um, but like maybe I've, do a blog about you can't win the cup maybe that would uh, be <laughs> so Ted, it, Ted did uh, luckily uh, Ted did uh, kindly send me a link to that blog after I'd <laughs> great minds so you know your qualifications, so that, that that comes at almost at the end of your, or is that right bang in your pre-season? It's mid, How's that no, work? It's, so qualification comes mid-season right. for me. So yeah. I'm like halfway through, well, season two, I'm halfway through it at the moment, but Euro 2020 is happening in 2021. Right. So I was playing that today um, as we we're recording this. And then like in a couple of weeks time in my in the domestic season I'll be playing Champions League qualifiers but I'm halfway through the season yeah yeah it's a neat challenge isn't it obviously Ted and I have got something similar in South America we're just when we reference basically if the summer is not the summer to them kind of things so you just have to say mid-season and start of season kind of thing I don't know yeah. if you've had that in eternal dilemma yet when you've written a blog um, Ted uh, not yet because I'm not signing too many players but yeah I've, I've tried to just avoid it at all costs yeah. to be honest just mentioning it but I suppose in summer situation, it's kind of mid-season, but it's actually still the summer. Kind of yeah, thing. I've yeah. just been saying, like, signed him in pre-season. Or, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's just weird, it's just weird things like that. So when you play with both, do you find that um, when you're doing the international football, you find it hard to focus on the club football side of things as well? Uh, it's been kind of separate so far, like, especially while, like, while I've been playing the group stage of Euro 2021, uh, or 2020, because... The like I've not had a match domestically, and um, the season looks mm. like it's stopped. So that's quite lucky for that aspect. But I think because I've qualified for the second round as well. Hashtag spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> the yeah, I'll have got like a Valerenga match. I think the day before mm. the the club uh, the international game in the second Believe- round. So. At least it's not unrealistic. Like I know when I was doing Uruguay last year, I was having like a, a domestic game of Peñarol and then literally like 24 hours later, I'd be somewhere else around the globe playing a, a friendly with Uruguay, which was never going to happen. Uh, sometimes That's why you got two separate managers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag realism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not doing any travel costs in the finances uh, column. <laughs> Other. Um, Okay, Samo, thank you very much for answering my questions on your save. No problem. Do you want me to ask you a question about my save? Oh, cool. Well, you, you can do if you've got one really prepared. But uh, I don't uh, know if I'll be able to answer it, if I'm honest. I got one. Okay. Go for it, Dan. What's his two, what's his two managers' names? Uh, one is um, Sam, Sam, Samo. It's like a Norwegian Samo, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Samorg. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the Norwegian one, if I'm honest. I think I only know the Valeringa one, where is, but I still don't know it. It's it's gonna. I, when he says it, I'll know it. I did a I did a Gan, I did a Dan Gear 
because I remember when he <laughs> did it when he was at Kaiserslautern. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of Christopher Samstrom. That's it. And it's got then like That's Norwegian, the, the Norwegian O for the yeah. Strom. Then my Norwegian manager is really weird. I really struggled to to name him, so I just like googled random Norwegian phrases, um, and his name's Arne Arne Ilsgeld. And Ilsgeld means like something really weird in Norwegian, where basically it's like a person who does loads of things for the community, um, and it's like a community <laughs> champion. <laughs> So basically, it just translates oh, we, to Samo. We call that, we call that a pinny. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, that's that's great. That's that's worth the point alone. Thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, if you're happy for me to continue, I think we move now on to Samo. So this is the verse nine. Uh, so on the ninth day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me FM Stag reporting. Samo are clickbaiting, Lost Gouches are swimming, Special One is streaming, Chris Eddy's ring, Black Crow expansion, Three French puns, Two Let's Plays, and Lesson, lesson in History. I feel like a tongue twister now, it's getting bad, it's getting hard. <laughs> I can't wait for you to sing it at the end. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about FM Stag. Um, obviously, this is my second Scottish plug um, of the <laughs> evening as well. So he's managing Rio Vallecano uh, in Spain, and they're in the Segunda, which I don't think it's called the Segunda anymore. I think it's like La Liga One Two Three Smart Bank or something like that. Whatever it is, um, I think the biggest thing to say immediately is that Stag loves some creative FM. Like I think he's he's taken <laughs> he's taken Tony's creative FM and ran with it. Um, it's not always a hundred percent for me. Like uh, I'm not sure. I really like resonate with when it goes into that kind of thing in the blog posts. Um, you said not hundred percent. What percent would you say? Well, fifty percent of his blog posts contain juicy FM goodness. So okay. I kind of I kind of ignore the first fifty percent that's creative FM and go to the FM goodness. <laughs> okay, straight straight to the goodness. Did you see, did you see Tony write that down then? <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that's my limit. Shift creative at the back. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think obviously I enjoyed Spain last year. I was managing Ibar, um, and I only ever won Copa del Rey in my last season. So I think Spain is a well, I found it a really good challenge. Anyway, against Real, like Barca and Atleti. So I think Stag is also currently afflicted by the current pandemic that sweeps the F hemisphere, and that is exporting stats and using them for recruitment. And judging players, like he's not he's not gone full tableau FM exporting yet uh, for hundreds of likes, but uh, I think he's been banging the drum to to get like FM fixing stats as well because I think he raised raised a massive bug that is under review, but I don't think it got fixed on the latest patch that we got this week. So hopefully that'll get fixed by some point. But I think I might be wrong here, Dan or Tony or. Ted, you can correct me, but I think it's like other leagues are really like massively bugged when it comes to stats because apparently they are on a different match engine than yeah we we use what they call ME for match engine. Other leagues use what they call QME. So I I think that's just a generation random generating ME. So it's not actually creating enough stats off it. So when he wanted to do it all with stats, it's not actually generating an. Well, first of all, I don't think it was generating any. 
but now it does but it's all like a bit stupid yeah i think right. i think from what i remember he was looking at it and like the other leagues that he wasn't playing in the stats were like massively inflated so like yeah. somebody was getting massive amounts of interceptions for example and that was obviously coming up and when he was trying to compare them against his players it, it makes it really mm-hmm. difficult to do so and obviously if you're using that to try and sign players it makes it really difficult mm-hmm. to, to compare that like, uh, if you're trying to do a money ball say yeah. what some i've seen some people like doing um they, they ain't never going to do it currently so hopefully it gets fixed over the next couple of patches yeah, yeah and, i'm not actually sure why why the why the two actually exist differently like it must be i'm just guessing here about, about processing maybe otherwise it's got maybe, a process you don't know whether they changed something to do with a qme mm. this year and it just maybe it's had a bug you know but i think what stag was saying he, he just basically can't trust comparisons between yeah, those leagues that aren't loaded i went when obviously i'm norway manager and I went to watch Haaland play for Dortmund against Red Bull Leipzig or RB Leipzig uh, and he was still shit in that match uh, when obviously I shit normally when I'm managing as well so I was like maybe there's no issue between the the difference when you actually go and watch it um, but yeah Dortmund couldn't get him into the game either so it kind of made me feel a little bit better that I can't get him into the game as, as normal but I think I think when you watch the game that that becomes Emmy. Emmy, yeah. Mm. So I think that's probably why. If well, obviously it depends on their taxes and stuff. But I'm sure if you watch a game, it becomes Emmy rather than uh, I don't know what the Q stands for. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's there's something quantum. similar as well with altitude. We'll see this year the altitude has <laughs> been kind of ramped up in FM21, but you've got to be really careful and look at the actual uh, detail level of that league. So, for instance, in the Copa de Libertadores, where I'm in, in South America, you've got to really set your detail level to think uh, to be thorough, basically. It's defaulted to only doing knockout stage or something like that. All right. Altitude won't apply to the AI at a certain level. You've got to really ramp it up. Um, so, luckily, we know about that now, so you, you ramp up the level. But it's, it's a joke, that obviously, that that's at default level that AI gets an advantage over you. Can you change that during a save, or does it need to be at the start? You can change during a save. All right, okay. But the fact that you have to change it in the first place is a bit stupid. If you want to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I just uh, like one other thing, Stag. I think I don't know if it was his latest post because he's released a post today, and that, that's probably the one the one he's read and is going to ask me about, and I've not read that yet. <laughs> but um, I think his most it's recent not. post. Which, okay, that's good. I think his fourth <laughs> post. Um, so like three sides, including him, could win the title on the last day of the season. And in the final few minutes of the season, he was 1-0 down, concedes a late penalty and gets a man sent off. The other team misses the penalty. He then scores an equaliser like a minute later. That goal that he equalised with sees him win the league by one goal, finishing level points with second place. And the player that missed the penalty for the opposition team was a player that he'd already agreed to sign on a pre-contract in the summer. <laughs> so that's just I thought I thought that was classic kind of FM drama. Somebody got by. Yeah. He wanted to he wanted to play in the higher division next season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I quite I quite like that in the, in the in the last post and obviously that was in the FM part rather than the, the hashtag creative FM part. So uh, yeah. I read it. Okay, well done. Um well, I guess you went your question now, didn't you? Play misery. Go for it. Um Samo, which former United Wonder Kid did Stag sell in January of his first season? 
Uh, I think it was Baby. It was Baby. Yes. <laughs> well done. Taking a two-one lead now um, in okay. the FF FF um, competition. Right. Okay. So Sam is on for his last one now. So this is verse ten of the, of the jingle. So on the tenth day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me Ed Wilson a leaping. FM Stag reporting, Summer a click baiting, Lost Gouchers are swimming, Special Wedding streaming, Chris Eady's ring, Black Crow expansion, Three French puns, Two Let's Plays, and a lesson in history. <sighs> do, you need, do you need a moist toilette for your forehead there? Yeah, it's getting hot here. <laughs> so yeah, tell I'm, us about Ed Wilson 87. Basically, what you said about my save, we could just copy and paste that for, Ed, <laughs> yes. for Ed's save. Yep. Wait, on to number 11. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, like, Ed is managing... So is this another person that. you've inspired then? I mean, could be. I don't know. Yeah. I think that, technically, I think Ed said he was going to manage Boda Glimt before I'd revealed that I was managing in Norby. And you thought he'd be in his 20th season anyway by the yeah. time December. Yeah, I, I think he is already, to be honest. But... <laughs> um, but by that, by by the point that Ed had revealed that he was managing in Norway, I'd already been like fanning about in Photoshop with, for like Norwegian with the smoke it, with all the smoke. Yeah, <laughs> took took me about three months to get that smoke on that image, Tony. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ed's obviously managing Pod Glint, and obviously at the moment they're very on trend uh, in Norway because I think they just got the highest points total ever. For a Norwegian title win in real life, so uh, he's obviously taken Tony's inspiration and gone the easiest team. They, uh, honestly, there's a lot of pressure in that. Obviously, knowing that obviously Ed, like his team, had done that, there's a bit of pressure on him now to actually deliver similar results. Really, I think so he I has so far. He won won the league. I think he's done two full seasons. He won the league with a nil-nil draw. That I think he, he did. did. Yeah. yeah, I think I did as well. To be fair. It's a, it's a Norwegian thing. Inspiring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why it's copy and paste from yeah. <laughs> We're reading the same safe basically <laughs> on a different site. We are pretty much like signing the same players as well. Like he, he signed uh Challand or Talent Challand. I'm gonna say Challand. But um he's Halland, he, he's Halland's cousin. Um he plays for Molde on the game yeah. and he's ridiculous. He looks So do you want your question now? Because it is on that exactly. Oh, is it okay, go for it. Because um yeah, like you said, there's a there's a real correlation in your saves because of yours, you say he's facing on his cousin, um, the Harlem that we know, uh, the most famous Harlem. But obviously, his other cousin is playing, and Ed has signed. So the question is, how much did he sign him for in FM Twenty One? I, think I he can give you some leeway if you're me. around. So I I signed him for eight hundred thousand pounds. I think Ed signed him for nine hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, it's close. It's eight hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, you bastard! So you're very close, but yeah. You, so you've signed that player as well, have you? As well? Yeah, so I signed him, him like kind of. Well, Ed. So you both you both just playing the same team. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, genuinely, about two weeks ago, we messaged each other. We were like, should we just do a network save? Like, we're, we're basically, we're basically <laughs> but one of you will be unhappy team. when you sign all the other players. I know. <laughs> he's just signed another player as well Tobias Christensen again from Mould and I signed him at the end of at the end of my season too so we do have a lot of the same players and obviously like a lot of his team as well I'm managing well I'm hoping to manage at some point for the Norwegian national team yeah. so I'm kind of like 
scouting. Ed's a couple of seasons ahead, so I'm like scouting players in his save that I could have in the yeah. national have team. Have you asked him like how certain players perform in a certain role and stuff? Well, or? I think Challen's got about 30 goals in season three for him. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of looking forward to him probably not doing that for me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying following it to be fair. Like I'm not one of those people that's put off by people doing similar yeah. things to me. And obviously Ed's Ed's FM broadcast is he obviously yes. on on Twitter these days? Mm-hmm. So he's been doing those kind of Twitter broadcasts. He's done a few. Blog so, posts. Yeah, in my he notes, my, did my, my YouTube. Yeah. Didn't, yeah, I was saying, didn't he do a, he YouTube, did a YouTube video, video and everything? I I tried to listen to it, but it was so quiet. And I just couldn't be bothered to put the effort in to try and actually listen to it when it's quiet. <laughs> can we bother turning yeah, like, turn it up to the max, Dan? Just to listen it was to quite it. Quite quiet. Well, no, it, was, it, it was maxed out when he was like, uh, no, I mean, <laughs> and I'm doing it. I'm like, what? what Hello, I'm in doing? Norway. My name is Ed Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, just on the subject once more of that, of, of obviously Traharland, do you plan to field cousin and cousin up front for Norway National? I did mention that so I, I did a post like looking at the squad depth of the Norwegian national team and he was mentioned he's only 17 in my save still so um, but then I keep forgetting that Hallen's only 20 like in my it's save crazy, he's, isn't it? He's, he's like he's fucking ridiculous yeah. Um, he's not even one. I think you mentioned in the post recently. He's not a wonder kid. He's actually like elite already. Well, no, he is a wonder kid, but he is like you look at his attributes and yeah, he is an no, elite. I he's really elite striker. Um, but yeah, obviously, he's not, I, I just expect him to do ridiculous things every match, and it's shit when he doesn't. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, I'd love to get like Howland, Howland and Challand up front together. It'd be quite funny. <laughs> Okay, um, I think we're now on the penultimate verse 11. So this is for Ted Redwood Gaming. Um, on the 11th day of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me 11 from one blogging, Ed Wilson a leaping, FM Stag reporting, Sam a clickbaiting, Lost Gouches a swimming, Special One is streaming, Chris Eady's ring, Black Crow expansion, Three French puns, Two Let's Plays, and A Lesson in History. Okay. Yeah, it's nice to hear a return to actual numbers being in the uh, the verse as well. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> sort of stopped after three, and it's back now because eleven is in from eleven one's uh, name. But I just so, reversed it. You see what I did? Yeah, exactly. It's pretty pretty clever, mate. So thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah. So Feo is playing as uh, Toulouse in France. So second French team I've covered within this sort of a. Uh, Little disgrace of a podcast. You didn't choose um, um, Dan. I'm interested there about that. You did, you did uh, completely pre- disregard it. I presumed that he was going to get more of a shout out from uh, 49% of Grass and Gear, but <laughs> to date, there's not a lot. Um, so I've gone for one that naturally I'm involved in. So if I don't get yep. a point here, then it's going to be pretty. Um, yep. So yeah, so basically, From is players to lose in League Two. Um, they're trying to get back up into League One in France, and he is taking control of every, everything that isn't recruitment, um, including hiring coaches and all that kind of malarkey. Um, but he sends a file to me during transfer windows, and I try and do some fun rogue activity to try and make things interesting for him. Uh, to date, he has completed one full season and blogged it, 
Uh, so I took over for the January um, just because the start of the French season was kind of messed up because of COVID. It wasn't really worth me getting involved in the transfers early on. Um, so in January, I took over. I think I presided over three or four points in nine matches, which kind of screwed up his promotion campaign a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I quite like this, Ted. I, I know when I first envisaged the save when Fromm outlined it, basically, I thought he you would literally just do transfers. But I suppose you've got to do some games in January because you kind of see the whole window through, don't you? Yeah, and we've could you could you not save it like before the match, send it back to him so he could win the game, and send it back <laughs> no, to him. No, no. The point the point of the save is that I'm trying to make it harder for him. Should you so not, should not, like, should you not just some of the games as well? Should you not just instant result your matches? <laughs> just let it. Uh, yeah. Probably should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did instant result them, and we struggled badly. That's that's the official line. <laughs> but we have done a bit of back and forth during the start of season two um, where I'm doing the transfers but let him have the friendlies because I literally don't really care about friendlies I never play the friendlies which probably explains why the start of every season I play on FM is always awful um, we did about a bit of back and forth there as well as some league games and I think it's going alright I don't know what he's doing at the moment I did see he logged on to Steam a few minutes ago so hopefully he's enjoying some of the transfers I've sent him it's <laughs> It's the sort of thing we saw with, um, so Dan mentioned CJ earlier with Black Crow. And I think um, Brazzer, Brazier, Mike Brazier, however you want to pronounce it, did some of this sort of stuff. Brazzers. Brazzers. <laughs> did it for him last year um, in terms of like the Ishuaia Ish club, was the director of football. Um, and the FEO wanted to do something similar. So he decided to get me on board. He's not giving me any kind of direction with transfers telling me really who he wants to go who he wants to bring in so I just go in and sign who I want um, so naturally does that like, help you Ted is that is that giving you like do you like the, the freedom or do you, would you rather have a, a remit con- considering I am mostly I am signing a couple of players in my current actual personal save um, but I'm not really focusing on signing players in that so it's nice to kind of go in and sign new gens that are like 6 foot 6 and above which is very much my thing he um, likes that as well, doesn't he? From he fucking hates it. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's my thing. I go in and just try and sign a load of players and gift him with. Uh, I gifted him with Johan Kabay in season one, which wasn't wasn't too extravagant. But um, for example, in season two, might be a bit of a spoiler. But Mike Mangan, Mangan, the keeper. Yeah, yeah he, Chelsea. Lille? Yeah, or yeah, I think it's Lil or Losk if you're using the uh, <laughs> non-name fixed terms. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I've some managed to sign him up on loan. So it's just sometimes delivering him with like a pretty good gift is is quite nice, as well as the absolute trash yeah, I sign. That's quite an impressive loan. He just, I think, on my team, he's just gone for eighteen million. Yeah, he was transfer listed for seven million because he wasn't due. Oh, he wasn't going to sign a new contract, and Chelsea were after him. He wouldn't speak to us permanently. We didn't have the money anyway, but I thought I'd try it, and then just thought I'd try a cheeky loan and managed to get it done. So it's stuff like that that's. I would never do in my own save, even outside of Peru. Um, so it's quite nice to just go in and just be a rogue director of football, I suppose. Uh, also sign Reese Nelson, but that's not quite as exciting. Uh, yeah. So that's his save. Hopefully he'll crack on, have a blog out at some point, and he'll um, be celebrating how good my transfer dealings have been. 
does he feed back to you ted about how did he does he i know like behind the wall curtain i see he's He's a lovely guy and stuff, but in public, he probably would never sleep. But does he just say to you like sometimes, like, why the fuck did you give me Lohan Kabayo? Like, why? <laughs> I don't think I've had much of that so far. He's been quite pleasant in the DMs. Um, the one, do you, I do... do you DM each other on Slack or do you DM each other on Twitter? Do you, Slack, go to dis- Slack, do you have a private Discord? <laughs> it's all, it's all Slack. Uh, I tend to do a lot of the outbound transfers and dealings kind of live with him. Um, so right. I'll notice he's online, and I'll say, "I'm looking to sell this player." Like, and I don't re- I don't need the feedback. But if it's just sitting, if the guy's sitting there wasting money, what's the point? Like, part of my what hap- objective is what happens money. if you get a, a bid halfway through the season for a player? He would come to me, and I would either rob him of a good player or just reject it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm really not what that fast about the results. <laughs> then he will wait. Which is absolutely fine. God, you're uh, reveling the power here, aren't you? So, <laughs> he, just, so he just, he just, Theo just sits in front of his laptop and he's playing football manager, <laughs> and he's got a bid incoming, and he's hovering over like accept or reject, and then he messages you, but you're like work it, you're in a meeting. We- like you, you can't, you can't message him. Teddy's available twenty four seven. That's the thing we got instead. He just sits uh, there for like an hour to wait for you. There's a red my, phone next to his laptop. Hello. Fortunately, my job's not that. Um, <laughs> it doesn't require that much effort during normal hours, which is fine. And also, it's not something I've noticed in FM generally. I will put bids in out of transfer windows quite a lot but I don't see the AI doing it all that much unless I've right. offered them out True. so right. you don't really come across that issue all that much we haven't had it yet but yeah he'll just have to sit on his ass and wait for me if and when that arrives and that's absolutely fine okay well don't take any downtime from social media or go a lot on holiday or something and sit airplane mode and just be on your way I from think just think you'll there. find that there's a pandemic on at the moment mate I know it hasn't really affected <laughs> you but uh yeah, yeah. People, people, are, people are still disappearing from the community every day, Ted. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh god. So yeah, it's a good save. I'm enjoying it. Okay. Well, you, you're pretty dying now for your question, aren't you? Because you need to I'm get, gonna this. get it wrong. I'm going to get it wrong, and I'm going to get it wrong. It's basically collaborating, blogging, really. Like it's, your, it's actually your save. Um, right. So from eleven one. So the first word and last word of From's opening sentence in his save reveal blog rhymed. Okay, so name one of the words for these points. You've got 50-50 chance here, so two you words said got, You said I've got a 50-50 chance. Well, not, well you've got, no, no, it's not a 50-50 chance. You, no, you, You've so got two words. words, you can guess. <laughs> I don't know how many words there are in English language, but... <laughs> Bonjour. This is the I opening mean, line of a blog post, Ted. Considering it doesn't rhyme with anything, it wouldn't surprise me if he managed to get purple in there somehow. <laughs> I don't know. He's quite the wordsmith. What does but... purple rhyme with for you? Uh, isn't it one of those famous ones that hardly rhymes with anything? But um, <laughs> I, I trusted him and he's, he's failed me. This is his fault. I've got nothing. I've literally got... Right. I, was, I was just said purple. <laughs> <laughs> You're just looking at me like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I thought it was a joke, but we'll go with careful. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Ted, it's incorrect. I'm sorry. Um, so from Eleven One's opening sentence in his first blog for this for this FM20 edition for what for his for his actual Toulouse save was, "My hasn't the year just flown by?" 
do you guys like honestly when I was hearing about like Sam I remember almost remembering the fee for Charland or whoever it was like you guys seem to absorb the information a lot better than I do <laughs> I think you just see colours literally you just see colours you just see purple on a blog <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe how much you remember from, from blogs I think didn't you share something on Slack the other day from a conversation with Diego Mendoza like four years ago or something like that <laughs> like, how do you remember not see that Tony tracks every single conversation that he has ever yeah. had in an Excel <laughs> spreadsheet that is tabs for every single You've got your own tab of Ted. the year. Ted tab. Click on that. Do you have like a random function where you bring up a random quote from me every now and then? Yeah, and if you, you click on that convert, it takes you to the Twitter thread. Beautiful. Well, like the ultimate cat, catfish, Tony. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but yeah. Um, okay, well... I think Sammo has won the Friday follow because it's my it's my last one now, isn't it? So it's a two one uh, lead. So Sammo, you win the Friday follow. Well done. That's yeah. what I well deserved. Yeah. And you were you were close again. Three points to be honest. We finally get Sammo on the pod and he, fi- he wins the Friday follow. Oh, joke, Ted's been on here like five times and never won it. I won the first one. <laughs> Pointless, wasn't it? Which is quite apt right now. Yeah. Follow 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 Lurless. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god! Right, can I do my verse now? I might as well. I'm not going to sing it, but this yeah. this is this is the one. This is like this is the complete twelve yeah, verses now. It? Yeah. Rap. So on the twelfth of Christmas, Ted Redwood sent to me Frank Athlete is plugging from eleven one blogging. Ed Wilson are leaping. FM Stag reporting. Samo Aklik baiting. Lost Goucher swimming. Special one is streaming. Chris Ed's ring. Black <laughs> Rock expansion. Free French puns. Two Let's Plays and lesson in history. <laughs> I'm here to t- <laughs> I'm here to talk about Frank Athlete, FM Athlete, and he's saying I got that's that's um that's a Christmas number one right there too, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. This peak peak grass of a content here. Um, I'm luckily people have switched off by now anyway, so no one will hear it other than us. us guys. <laughs> um, so I'm here to talk about FM Athlete. Um, he's only done the one post I think in his series of Trabonzor, uh, and he's done Trabzon Times, which was a really good post. Um, because he did it as a newspaper style. So it could just be a flash in the pan and he'll never do it again because it did look like it's a bit of work to do. But in terms of his save in Turkey, he's kind of done it in a style which is kind of a newspaper blog, um, formatted really good, custom-made graphics and stuff. Um, Really liked it. But what I like the most about it, and it's something he's done for the last year or two anyway in his blogs, but he's always had this kind of community roundup section. Um... And it's kind of like around the world, um, but in other people's saves, which is really nice. Um, so obviously he mentioned loads of bloggers, probably all, all three of you. He didn't mention me, but I don't hold it against him. I don't think he mentioned me either. Okay, <laughs> okay. we're not in his radar, obviously. Um, you mentioned me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but that yeah. was really nice. I've actually got it up here. Um, I'm not going to share my screen. It's too technical for me, but um, you go through. It's just kind of like introducing his save, basically, as a, a news report little bit of background about the save like the club itself in it the way it was written it was not like a wikipedia entry it was kind of there was quotes in there thrown in there's like a little bit of key facts um a little bit of like just random i think ancient histories got on there um previous fan opinion and stuff about the whole frank athlete joining this turkish club um and then around the grounds i just thought it was a nice touch and i think hopefully he continues it obviously he starts to plug ted as well because um, it's a bit mean not, not including Ted to be honest but. Essex FM mate 
Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but that I thought that was just worth mentioning. So really, yeah, really, yeah, not much else to say on that. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I, I really, just, I really enjoyed it. It's probably the sort of thing uh, you guys have been around a lot longer than I have, but I haven't seen anything like that before. Um, it sort of draws on. I mean, he's obviously not inspired by me, but he's sort of inspired by other people to do different <laughs> things. So, like, I did a, I did what, like a, a twit, a fake Twitter thing for St. Pauli in like a, in one of my key games, and I think I was inspired by that by Tony's. Uh, it was like a BBC Sport one. So yeah, I'm wondering like how far back that goes. Reporting of that. Yeah, um, but I really, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't cringy. It it was almost fictional FM without being fictional FM. It wasn't too long or anything, so it wasn't like painful to read. Um, yeah, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it, especially the roundup section because it was like genuinely, like these things are happening at the same time, even though, like yeah. you say, for example, if you plugged Ed Wilson, then he'd be like 20 years ahead. But um, <laughs> no, it, it yeah. worked really well. Yeah. There, there was a similar thing that um, a guy called Nathan did, Il Mediano, that Samuel mentioned, but that was kind of around the world, but in his save universe. So he'd yeah. update like, on clubs and events right. that happened. But God, Athens, remember, everybody, so, everybody started copying Nathan's, Yeah, started doing it. Yeah. Started Nathan's post because like he, I feel like he was the first person to bring in like the like the 1.1, like 1.2 yes, yeah. stuff where you, you drilled into like and only did like a couple of months at a time at best. Um, and completely like hashtag dialed in to like the specific months and everything that you did um and yeah everybody kind of copied that at the time and it'll be interesting to see what people do after they've read like fm athletes piece Mm. now too the thing the thing that jumps out at me is that people are like running with the new stuff that you can do like on wordpress which is really weird to say but like like people seem to hate the blocks that WordPress uh, has now, blocks. where you can like let's say you edit posts, but I think that it's, it gives you like a couple more options and what you could do, like in, compared to the past. And the biggest thing, obviously, FM athletes done that too. But the, the biggest other thing is that new thing where you've got like an image and you can like scroll along one bit and it's like one image, and then you scroll along the other bit and it's like a previous image people are using that to show like progress of players and things like that yeah, after a few that. years a lot of people doing it now yeah so that's like a kind of newish thing that you can do like in wordpress so it's pretty and well it's interesting to me but it's like really fucking weird um, at the same time so but yeah. something like that is much better than having like a slideshow like honestly I I think I've spoken to you about my issue with blocks because I quite like using all the colours for like the team names and stuff whenever I mention them, and that's a real pain in the arse on blocks. Um, but it's much better. Like now you've said that, I'm probably going to go back and edit a blog I've literally got ready to go out just to put in the progress that way rather than having like a slideshow. Yeah, I've not, not used it yet either, but I, I'm not a huge fan of a slideshow. I don't like it either, but so. it's maybe because I'm not used to it yet. If I'm honest. Oh what you don't like the the scrolly not, thing? No, because I, I don't I don't I don't know why it's a bit I don't know where I am looking at. Am I looking at the? I just yeah. I need to get I need to get you know. Assimilated I think um, harping back to Mad FM. I think I'm pretty sure he had a couple there where it said slide left to see before and slide the right to see after or something like that. Um, a bit it's of description is useful. But yeah, so I'm, yeah, I'm really going to come back to Mad FM because it's kind of similar to what FM athletes doing too. Where Mad FM has like. I don't know if anybody's clicked on it in his posts yet, 
but the where he's doing the player images where oh, he signs tw- somebody yeah. he, that's like a fake twitter account that he has created for that club on his save so that he can post those tweets and then paste them back into his blog post so that it looks like it's like a twitter announcement signing christ you can tell people aren't going out these days can't you i know i just <laughs> use a fake tweet thing when i did it um but that's, that, that one's probably a lot easier to be honest <laughs> and yours yours sounds much easier ted maybe you should send them the link to that so he doesn't have to do <laughs> Get to a fake Amazing. amount of likes and stuff as well, which is pretty good. Right. So, obviously, we've really spent a long time on 12 Saves of Christmas. We did actually, in the agenda, have <laughs> a, a section around FM21 Falls, but I think we should just sack that off, if I'm honest, because it's... How long have we been recording? About an hour and a half? Hour and a half before, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, so I think we can bring you guys back another time or get some people more knowledgeable about FM21 to talk about their thoughts. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> um, that was just any now any other business, really, just to plug any content. So we should really plug your guys' blogs, what you're doing, and how people can, can reach you. Obviously, Ted, you'll see, you can go first, but you, you kind of got the, the Peruvian save, which is a great read, and obviously the, the stuff with um, from we've mentioned. Yeah, so my sporting crystal thing, the the easiest team in Peru, I believe, according to <laughs> to you guys this year. Uh, season two went pretty badly, but we won't talk about that so much uh, until the blog comes out in the next couple of days. Oh. So I'll plug that yep. uh, at Ted underscore Redwood. Uh, all that kind of stuff. I'm sure someone will retweet it, retweet it somewhere. Um, it's kind of just a generic save update thing, but with a bit of a purpose of finding the new Alberto Solano and how I'm trying to go about that. So far, I haven't done much behind the scenes to do with actually making it happen, but something has happened where I've got someone named Solano, so that's almost good enough for me. So yeah, <laughs> end of blog, it's done, it's finished. On, on the subject of the actual Nobby Solano, obviously he's been a bit of a bastard here, isn't he? He's not wanting to join Team Redwood. The, the, the club that gave him his senior debut, he's an icon for them, but he apparently supports sports boys or That's... however they're called in without the real name fix because I don't use that because I'm a virgin T- and two games <laughs> yeah exact two games I, I need my sponsorship money um, <laughs> and yeah he, he, he's not interested so well done me for doing that research in advance and... to be fair I, I wouldn't I didn't think that would be an issue Ted honestly like because we spoke about it a few months ago, didn't we? And yeah. I saw um, he was available on stuff. I was like, he's like... in the game. It's fine. He'll go there. Yeah. Just not interested. Even now, I, I try every week. He just he doesn't want to yeah. talk to me. So is lesson he, learned. Is he a He's a scout. Is he a scout? Or is he... What is he? He's, 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 uh, he's team, just a coach. He? But he, he would have been a nice coach to have. I just... I, I genuinely can't believe that he's not even going to try and talk to me at any point. So eventually when I do move on in the save, which will happen... Um, maybe I'll try Hopefully. it then. Yeah, but, it's not guaranteed, is it? What, I'll move on, <laughs> or that he'll come to me. <laughs> I'll probably get sacked. I mean, I'll get sacked at some point. It's inevitable, so <laughs> I will be moving on. <laughs> You'll get the sack, and then he'll take over you. <laughs> but Ted, Ted, without seeing being too doom and gloom, it's 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 gone quite well the first season, didn't it? Really, overall. Uh, yeah, the first. I, you just worried I, about I the second season. I've never, I've never done South America before. It's absolutely mad. There are rules there that I had no idea about. I got to the semi-final of the Copa Sudamericana. I don't know if that's good or not, but it felt good to be beating <laughs> Brazilian and Argentinian teams when I don't yeah, feel like I have really the right good. to. 
um, current season. So I'm actually in halfway through season three, and I'm still in the Libertadores at the halfway point. So that's it's going all right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not quite as bad as I say. I'm. I get a bit impatient. And new ME's come out what like yesterday, and that yeah. feels it, it's going better for me already. So I'm pinning it all on the ME being bad rather than me before. Season two was shite, but season three is going all right. <laughs> yeah. FM underscore semi. We've already kind of talked about my save, so yeah, I feel, feel okay, all right. to talk about it again. Oh, well, we talked about we talked about Ed's save. <laughs> same same thing. Do you want to plug Ed then? Just plug Ed's blog. Uh, Ed, because he's further advanced anyway, so people can get, yeah, get true. the gist of it. But I think he's played about two seasons since he did that YouTube video that he did. So, Jesus, <laughs> um, he's writing on FM Renzi uh, site, and he occasionally says stuff on Twitter that you can hear. And he did that YouTube video that you can't really hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan, are you, are you finished, Samo? Is that? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was the end. So, Dan, you you've done a blog, an actual with actual words. I did a blog. I've um I'm halfway through season three actually. I've I've um I just haven't got around to writing writing my second blog. Every time we want to, I, I actually end up playing FM. <laughs> Right. So, 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 I mean, that's no bad thing because it obviously means I prefer to play FM than actually write it. But I've got all the. I made sure I um, cropped all the pictures and everything. I just got to type it up sometime. It might take 10, min- 10 minutes to add the words to the 100 pictures. <laughs> but um, but no, um, second season went all right. We, we started a bit slowly. Um, the start of the third season, um, Herfer Berlin took my keeper. So um, that was quite an exciting moment in the slap thing because obviously I can only find one player per window, and I'd already signed a striker. So I put up my five options in the Slack channel, and they were, let's just say, not the best. <laughs> to be fair, Slack FM Slack, you get an honest opinion. That's what I would say. It's it's a bit of an unforgiving crowd. The 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 goalkeepers <laughs> you did post were really really bad. <laughs> Well, to be fair, I, we, I, I picked the best one of the five, which was like, I mean, I, I can't remember, I think it might have been from actually, that said, why didn't you choose one of the outfield players who got a <laughs> goalkeeper when you had three? It's not wrong, yeah. <laughs> and, um, but no, so we got, I've just got to um, December when the World Cup is on in Qatar and that. So um, I've actually just signed a new keeper as my January transfer window because we're doing all right, we're about seventh in the third season, but. Um, you can see that the keeper's not quite up to their level. Right, okay. He is only he was only seventeen, he's eighteen now. But um he's got maybe got potential. Yeah. But so um no it's going alright. But I I think I might have shot myself in the foot with the one signing yeah. thing because I'm struggling to actually improve the team by that much with one signing when um a lot of my players are wanted, so like two or three are going. And um but also the the kids are young, the um new players they're not quite ready. I mean, my um, B team finished second in um, the National Group C or whatever it was. Um, my under-19s won their league, so we've obviously got a good group of youngsters, but the gap to the first team, they're not quite ready. It's one of those things. My first team's all right. The youngsters aren't good enough to overtake the first team, and I don't want to sell too many and absolutely ruin the first team, so... Obviously, um, I lost one of my youngsters, 18-year-old sentiment builder, got signed by Man City for five million. So I had him lined up to take over someone in midfield, and then he got poached. So you know, so I've got to find the next one now. 
Quite a, it's keeping me on my toes. Yeah. No, well done. Um, just me. I've just wrote about a Colombian Rondoita recently <laughs> on fngrasses.com. <laughs> so let's say no more. Just go check that out. You've got it's a new save as well, is that Tony? Yes, I had to restart my save. Had to run into a bit of difficulty. So uh... was that like CJ? Did you get run again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I wish I had out of the game. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't. Ha- fortunately, hadn't blogged it at all. So it's just kind of the clean slate. We go again. Hashtag it. Brilliant. Okay. Well, um, thank you guys for coming on. It's been a really good pod. Yeah, thank uh, you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, and and to and, our um, listeners as well. Uh, tens of listeners, uh, we wish you a good Christmas. Thank you for listening. <laughs> if you got this far, and sorry for the jingle. Just remember, you were part of a historic moment, the first ever Zoom grass and gear recording. Yeah. And Samo being allowed on. Yeah. What a moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, all cool. Goodbye. All right, thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks Bye. for listening.